There's a new report out saying holiday spending this year in Canada is expected to drop as inflation shrinks consumer buying power and economic uncertainty looms. It's the 2022 holiday retail outlook from the folks at Deloitte Canada. And with all the details, always a pleasure to say good morning and welcome back to Deloitte's national retail consulting leader, Marty Weintraub, joining us this morning from San Francisco. Marty, good morning and welcome back, sir. Hey, great to be back. Good morning, Sterling. It's good to have you with us, Marty. Were you surprised by this? A year ago, the numbers were up. Optimism reigned supreme. The pandemic, it was. we were on the downslope getting out of the pandemic, and we were in a kind of a celebratory mood. Quite a turnaround from a year ago. Yes, it is, unfortunately, and uh, and not, not too surprising given what's been going on around us uh, for the past few months with inflation and geopolitical challenges and just general anxiety. This time it's less about the virus and more about everything else. But yeah. uh, yes, they, Canadians are telling us they're going to spend about 17% less than last year, which is a pretty big chunk. That is, that's, you know, you're, you're the retail guy. You deal with the retailers from coast to coast to coast in Canada, and you know this is terrible news for each and every one of them, isn't it? Yeah, it's not great news. I mean, uh, just to put it in a little bit of perspective, I will say, I mean, it is just for the holiday shopping period, mm-hmm. but that is an important period for most retailers. So uh, it's going to be game on in terms of battling for those precious dollars. Indeed. And in a lot of cases, and some small businesses, particularly, Marty, you know more than most of us, that uh, Christmas is, is a, a make-it-or-break-it season uh, for the bottom line every year, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately for a lot of the, especially in categories where gifting is big, whether it's electronics and toys and stuff like that, where they're very dependent on on this period, it's the difference between black and red sometimes. Yeah. uh, What what were you able to take from the two-day Amazon Prime event a few days ago? What were the numbers there, Marty? Did they uh, jibe with the numbers that you're talking about in terms of expectations and actual sales? Yeah, I think, uh, and I haven't seen like the exact numbers, but I heard it was was an okay shop. That was one of the first times, and actually the first time that they did that. Uh, you know, this early in the shopping season, that's that right. Really signals, yeah. What that really signals to to the retail sector is certain shopping events like Black Friday, like Boxing Day. They're becoming less and less important. And uh, you and I have talked about that over the past few years. We've been doing this. We've just been seeing a slow decline over it being about one day, and mm. now. It's back to that competitiveness, right? I mean, Amazon saying, all right, why wait till Black Friday? Let's go in October. That's right. And and two days instead of just one. Again, making the whole thing even easier. So that with that in mind, you're also one of the findings of your survey this year, Marty, is the fact that st- Christmas shopping is expected to begin much earlier this year. And in fact, some people listening to us right now have already got a few presents tucked away. Yeah, in fact, uh, depending uh, which uh, part of your listening group is shopping out there now, the uh, the survey told us that 26% of Canadians are going to be done their black by Black Friday, actually, versus 16% last year. So that's a pretty big increase. And it's not too surprising if you think about it. I mean, if you've been into a mall or a store recently, you're already seeing promotional activity pretty aggressive. Canadians are worried prices will continue to go up. You know, unfortunately, we've taught Canadians the term supply chain issues. And yes. I think two years ago, anybody knew what that really, really meant. Unfortunately, we, we've taught uh, the world what that means, and that's still a thing. So for all these reasons, people are getting out there earlier. 
So interesting. So let's talk a little bit about go beyond the actual spending plans, because your survey also included, in addition to what amounts people were spending and how widely they were going to to spread the gifts, because that even that the the cycle, the circle of of gifting has has been reduced. You are going to be giving fewer presents to fewer people. Again, if you're buying less, that's the way it works out. But what about the other things we do over the holidays, Marty? Like, for example, something we haven't been able to do for the last couple of years in unlimited ways, and that's gathering. Yes, yes, definitely. This is one of the first seasons in the last two or three where Canadians finally said they're going to get back together, spend more time with friends and family. The the holiday meal is sort of back again as something important, so there's obviously some spending around that. Uh, But unfortunately, in most categories, like I said, and it's interesting, the reduction that I mentioned, 70 percent is across the board. I'll share one interesting insight. There's a little, you know, devils in the details there, Sterling. But, uh, you know, during Christmas shopping, we tend to do the old buy one for you, buy one for me. Right. And where we're seeing the biggest reductions is the buy for me. So that's where things like apparel, electronics and even travel are categories seeing the non-gift version of that, seeing the biggest drop as opposed to the gifting part. That part's down about 10%. So that's still pretty big, but it's also, we're not just going to buy things for ourselves because we just don't have the money. Yeah. And and one of the major factors that inhibit that is inhibiting the purchasing process this time around, Marty, is, is the, the really bottom line reality of higher food prices right across the board. Yeah, absolutely. If we think about, and you know, it's really, it's not fair um, what I'm about to say, but unfortunately the in a higher rates and inflation does not affect all Canadians equally, True. as I'm sure you would know. So mm-hmm. those that are in the lower or middle income brackets actually get a double hit because not only are things more expensive, but they also have not had the opportunity to accumulate as much savings as some of the higher income groups. I mean, on a whole, Canadians saved about 10 years worth of savings over the last year or two, but that's very unequal. So it's unfair, but objectively, it does hurt lower middle income brackets a lot more. Mm-hmm. What sort of advice now, based on this reality that you've discovered and published, and you're the national retail consultant, you're the lead guy for a big outfit, Marty, what sort of advice or tips would you pass along to retailers in view of the new realities of purchasing between now and Christmas that, that you've uncovered? Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's, uh, there's only so much you can do. I mean, it's retailers are in a really tough spot because on the input side, you know, suppliers are charging them more uh, because of many factors like higher costs. And consumers are saying, please, please don't raise prices. Yeah. And, you know, retailers are in there to make money. It's a business, so they, they can't work for free or for losses. And so they're getting pushed and pulled from both sides. It's really, really tricky. Uh, but I think there's a couple of things retailers can do. Uh, number one, this is a great time to make sure you're self-reflecting into your own organization, looking for any waste or excess costs that are just not needed right now, uh, looking for opportunities to you know, offer promotions that, where they make sense for your customers. Really know your customer. Like I said earlier, not all Canadians are coming at this you know, with the same lens. So really knowing who your shopper is and what mm-hmm. situation they're in. This is the time to be empathetic. One of the things Canadian told us is, just put yourselves in our shoes. We've had a real tough two, three years. Please think about us. Understand how, we, how we're thinking about this. It's back to that human connection. Be human with your shoppers. Understand what they're going through. Interesting stuff. Well, it's going to be a tough time for all. Holiday Retail Outlook 2022, friends. It's on the company website, and that would be Deloitte.com. And uh, our thanks again to Marty Weintraub. Great to have you back on the show, Marty. We should do this more often. You're really good at what you do. Uh, we, we appreciate your uh, interrupting your San Francisco. 
Taco Holiday and getting up a little early on a Saturday, particularly to do this with us. Thanks a lot. Hey, my pleasure. Always good to be with you. Take care. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.